Next up on WealthWorks Radio, we've all heard that cash is king, but in retirement, it's cash flow that leads the charge. Today, we'll dig into the cash flow in retirement and offer some suggestions that can help you maintain your current lifestyle. Stay tuned. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Everybody, WealthWorks Radio is the program. Eric Carney is here. Eric is president of Retirement Wealth, an independent fiduciary, and I can say the same. Joseph Lanza, uh, he is not president of Retirement Wealth, but he is an independent <laughs> advisor, a fiduciary as well. Uh, Joseph, how's things? Good morning, Steve. How are you? I'm good. Very good. Uh, Eric, always a pleasure. Good morning, gentlemen. Nice to see you both. Indeed. And uh, so you, you, we're talking, uh, we're talking cash flow here, and. You know that really is the that really is important. I mean, we hear cash is king. I get it, but we've got to have cash flow to have a successful retirement, and so we've got to start breaking that down. What constitutes cash flow, and how do we get it? And, and what's really interesting about this is that people always take a look at their portfolio and they think, okay, this is my net worth. But what you really have to look at, and I think that this is really what separates you know, um, someone who is actually paying attention to their investments rather to someone that just holds investments is you want to understand the purchasing power, the buying power, the cash flow that you have out of this. And, you know, the power to outpace inflation, because really, you know, cash is king, but uh, you know what, the, the past two years, inflation has been a real issue. Um, and so have interest rates. And so your cash is not as powerful as it used to be. Whereas, you know, other investment vehicles, dividend paying, uh, maybe even growth, alpha driven, something like that will be more suited for you. Um, and so this is where we take a look at this. And we say, look, how can you actually build and generate income in retirement? Because like I said, you're replacing that paycheck. And this is one of the biggest issues for clients is they're just confused at how to pull from different accounts at different times. Sure. Well, again, that's, I mean, that gets to income sources. So we've got to translate those income sources into cash flow. And it's easier said than done. I mean, that's part of what the plan's all about. Yeah. And the one thing is, is that we had a gentleman come in the other day who had been working with his advisor for quite some time. And he's like, you know, he's a good guy. I trust him. And he goes, but I feel like there's something missing. So and I'm going to let Joseph take the lead on this one because he actually worked with him. But the gentleman came in and we actually did an income plan for him. And he said to Joseph at the end, he's like, honestly, after all the time that I've been working with my advisor, I've never seen anything like this. Yeah. And honestly, it's the first thing that we do when we meet with clients because we think it's the bare minimum. It's where you should be starting with somebody is just listing out all those income sources, their expenses, you're actually helping them budget. You're also going over their investments with them and you're mapping this all out for them and you're showing them what that bottom line looks like. And that's just the initial step. And then from there, you start building out different strategies or different things that you can implement as long as there's no roadblocks that are gonna be in their way. And so when somebody comes in that has been working with an advisor for such a long time and they've never seen something like this, you know, it's like a different, whole different side of the business. It's like, oh, this is what a true financial planning firm really looks like and focuses on and it's a world of a difference well and it's crazy too that you just said you know it's the bare minimum that we do and that is true so I, I think the most amazing thing about this Steve is you know this is something that's very basic it's the bare minimum that we need to do for a client and yet he had never seen anything like this so for me that's eye-opening it makes me realize what other advisors out there are not giving their 
their clients. You know, I mean, they really don't have that that edge and in, in understanding where their income's coming from. It kind of blows me away. Yeah, I I, I understand that, folks. If uh, if we're sort of piquing your interest here, eight hundred seven seven nine one nine four two is the number you can call. Get yourself a spot on the calendar. So we're talking about cash flow, income sources that leads to expenses. We got to have the income to cover the expenses, and then in order to make sure that those expenses last, that gets into budgeting. Right. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, and and what we do is we take a look at this and and it really is your lifestyle expenses, you know, and we want to understand how much your lifestyle costs, where it's coming from. And, you know, a lot of times I'm adding up the numbers in my head for this client. So if somebody says, look, this is our lifestyle, these are our expenses. And sometimes I'll take a look at the portfolio or the money that they've saved. And I really understand, you know, what we have to work on. Maybe it's reducing their taxes. Maybe it's increasing their income. Maybe it's improving their asset allocation in the portfolio. Um, but also you have to take a look at their time frame. And there's a lot of people who say, you know, after last year, they're like, Eric, I, you know, I don't want to take on any risk. Well, I understand that. But at the same time, you know, there's a lot of people who don't realize how young they are either. Right. And, and even, this could even be a person in their 60s. But if you're going to live into your 90s and you still have another 30 years, you can't just like, you know, screw around with cash or money right. markets or CDs. I mean, that's just ridiculous. So you really have to be realistic with these with these people and say, look, we if, if these are your expenses, we have to stick to this. But we also have to really create a plan. And when you really factor in healthcare expenses on top of that, it, it gets it gets really tricky. Well, and that's where strategy comes into play. And, and you guys have some pretty interesting strategies to help ensure that we don't run out of money. Yeah, so when we're talking about different sources of income and generating those different sources, the investment strategy that we actually put into place can create those different sources of income on top of Social Security or on top of your pension that you're already getting. And once we build this plan, we can kind of see where there may be a shortfall. And if somebody is young enough or it's at the right time of their life or even the right move for them with their assets, we can build out a different possible guaranteed lifetime stream of income for them. And then we factor that into the plan. It's ultimately their decision. We're just showing them the different facts that we lay out on the table. Hey, here's what it looks like if you make this change and we add this different income source to you. It actually supplements the difference between your expenses and then what you're already going to be getting in from Social Security and your pension. And it can be like that makeup for them, right? And it can be increasing every year in some cases as well. So then they don't necessarily have to stress out their portfolio so much by worrying about pulling that out. And we can focus on keeping that invested into more of a growth approach rather than having to be worried about pulling income from those investments. Sure. Well, and, uh, you know, we talking, you're talking about strategies, which also plays into longevity, of course, because, I mean, we are living longer. I think we say it every week, um, but it's true, and we have to play into that. Yeah, we don't know how long the plan is going to last, right? Nobody knows exactly how long their plan will be, but we're not over here saying, all right, well, we have the plan ending at 85, right? Because a lot of people sometimes will say, well, we'll meet with them, and I'll, I normally run the plans to about between 93 and 95, depending. It could be longer than that for some people's scenarios, but a lot of people are kind of taken back, and they're like, geez, you're running this all the way to 95? Like, I'm not going to make it till then, or they'll say things like that, and it's like, well, who knows that, right? It's like, you don't, we don't know that. No. We're not, nobody can, can guess that. So we always have to be more safe than sorry. And we have to make sure that we're covering all of our bases. And one of those is you could have a longer life than you expect. And meaning you're going to have more expenses that you need to take care of. And uh, I mean, again, that becomes the, the kind of the tricky part of putting a plan together is to try to factor that piece in there. And, and, and hopefully you're right. But again, that goes to once the plan is in place, 
obviously it's subject to change. Yeah, and it's always going to change whether you like it or not. You know, th things will change, good or bad. And there's a lot of things, you know, that just come out of left field. Um, you know, Joey, maybe you can talk about your uncle. I mean, it, you know, there's something that happened with Joey's uncle last week that just kind of blew us away. Yeah, all of a sudden um, he was working out one morning and uh, he lost complete Mo uh, feeling in his right leg and while he was on the treadmill actually and he so he stepped off and then he ended up going home because it was a weird sensation and then all of a sudden he lost his eyesight in his left eye for about 30 seconds Whoa. and so he you know his girlfriend rushed him to the hospital and uh, it turns out he actually ended up having a mini stroke and was ended up in the hospital for about two days and now my uncle is an extremely healthy person, right? Works out yeah. almost every single day, yeah. watches his diet, and uh, it turns out his carotid artery was about 70% clogged. Mm. And this is, you know, the last person that right. I would expect this to happen to, yeah. right? Yeah. But so yeah. there really is, I mean, when we're setting up these plans, we don't know what's going to happen. They're kind of set up to change, if you will, right? And that's why we say this is the bare minimum because we know that the plan is going to change. We're expecting that. But if you don't even have that initial plan to begin with, then when you throw that wrench in there when, with that change, that's where things can really get chaotic. Well, again, I think in the case of your uncle, it's, it just goes to – it's just – Things can happen very, very quickly and obviously coming out of left field, never expect it. But you got to be ready just the same. And, and that's one of the things that you do. You, you take that emotion out of it and say, all right, let's play this what if game and this is what we're going to do. Yeah, and I think that that's the one thing that we're always constantly covering. I think Donna does a great job. You know, she's a certified financial planner. She's writing the plan. She's heading all that up. She's looking at everything and she's looking at things that are going to you know, take you out financially, and we're trying to combat those the very best that we can. Maybe it's a tax situation. Maybe it's even an insurance uh, situation, you know, with an umbrella policy or something. I mean, you know, what, what are the layers that we can put in place to try to protect you and your assets? And a lot of times what it is is that we want you to be able to move on financially no matter what happens in your life. I mean, that that's really our job. There's a, a lot of things that could happen. So again, through the financial plan, through the income, plan um, through the portfolio money management. This is what we're trying to create for the, that client. And there's, I'm telling you right now, it, it is crazy how busy we've been this year, but still there's a lot of affluent people coming in without any financial direction, no financial plan, no income plan, no tax planning. And they're just like, yeah, we're, we just feel like we're kind of winging it right now. And believe me, this is not something that you can try to do that way. You know, the, the, the nice thing is about our clients is we all feel like we're on the same page, and that's where that's the direction that we want to go. Right. And, and again, but it's interesting that you say that, that, you know, affluent people are coming in and, and they still don't have any kind of plan. But uh, so just because you have money doesn't mean that you're going to be successful in retirement. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that say the funny thing is, I would say the common denominator lately has been, you know, Eric, I just feel like something is off. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, that that's interesting, you know, and, and that's what they're saying about their, you know, their current situation. They're just like, I don't know what it is, you know, and it, it's not like they have any dislike towards their current advisor. They just don't feel like something's missing. But then when we're pulling out all these different tools and they're like, I've never seen this, nobody's ever showed me this. And it's like, yeah, I mean, and, and this is this is what we want to show people what we're capable of. And I'll tell you, even after the first meeting, there's a lot of people that say, I'm so glad I came in. I feel a lot more relieved. I already feel better. Yeah, absolutely. Folks, if you'd like to feel better about your retirement, then give Eric and Joseph a call and come on in. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. 
We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000 will be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Fantastic. Folks, do take advantage of the opportunity to come on in, sit down, get a financial roadmap put together. It's a practical financial review, and if you're looking for that second opinion, Eric would love to talk to you. 800-779-1942. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review that Joseph just described, plus all the extras. There's no cost. There's no obligation. It just takes a phone call to get the ball rolling. 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. When it comes to retirement planning, behavioral finance can have a significant influence in several areas. We'll take a deep dive when we come right back. Back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney, Joseph Lanza, I'm consumer advocate Steve Sado. And, uh, of course, uh, Retirement Wealth, you are a fiduciary firm. You've got uh, fiduciaries on staff. I mean, everybody's there to help, right, Eric? Absolutely. I mean, we are we are all um, at work this year. I mean, it's, it's no different than last year. It's kind of like a two, 2022 uh, rollover. And, you know, this year's just been as chaotic as last year. Um, you know, and we, we talk about this a lot, you know, whenever there's an event with something, you have three different stages of that event and you have the anticipation of the event, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And there's emotions or excitement or worry or anxiety about the anticipation of this event. Um, and then there's the actual event that occurs and typically you know, one way or another, it's it's going to go one way or another. It's going to be good, bad, or indifferent, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's the aftermath. And the aftermath is probably the worst part of the entire part of that three-part event. Because the anticipation, we worry, 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 but then you have the actual event that might go over very quickly. But then all of a sudden, the aftermath is the worst. And so when you take a look at anything to do, maybe it's a wedding, um, and the aftermath is, you know, a good part, right? It's a, it's a new life with someone. It, it's a, it's a good part of it. But when you take a look at something like a hurricane, um, the aftermath can last for months or even years mm-hmm. and it's devastating to a lot of people. Now, in the sense of the financial markets, you take last year and, you know, last year was a pretty bad year, but now all of a sudden we're seeing the aftermath of that. And this is where people really, their emotions take over um, and, and they, they just can't make good decisions. All of our emotions take away the good decision making that we had earlier. And when those emotions take over, that's behavioral, that's pretty much behavioral finance. Mm-hmm. And this is something that Joseph, Donna and I have really gotten into in the past three or four years. It's really interesting to see how people react over their money. Right. And and so a lot of times you're not just managing money, 
you're actually managing people's emotions. And there's a lot of people who who we don't find that they're a good fit because they just can't get out of their own way. Um, and one of the questions that I ask a lot of people in the very first meeting is, do you have the emotional capacity to make a change? And a lot of people will be honest with me and say no. And even though we can we can prove to them in their finances, in their financial plan, in the income plan, with their portfolio, that they're not headed in the right direction, they're just not capable of making a decision emotionally. Wow. So well, what, do you, what do you do in that case, Eric? I mean, that's that's got to be a hard spot for you to be in. Well, there was a woman who um, lost her husband many years ago, and she had come in to see me. And we did the financial plan. We did the income plan. We showed her all these options and she definitely wanted to maintain her lifestyle. And so she's like, okay, I want to move forward. We put together all the paperwork. We're sitting at the table and she broke down and just started crying. Right. I literally pulled the paperwork back from her and I said, you're not ready. And I said, but when you're ready, we're here for you. You know, and the thing was, is I felt like if she had signed the paperwork, she would have been more stressed about it, sure. right? This sure. is a major change for her. That same meeting occurred two more times. She was not ready to sign, and I pulled the paperwork back again. And so anyways, the, the bottom line is she ended up signing the paperwork, and we've had her for a client for, for a very long time now. But the, 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 the important thing is that we had to recognize how she felt. And we're not looking to put someone in a worse position emotionally or mentally, right? I mm -hmm. mean, this is a big decision. What we have to do is try to show someone, look, this is why we're trying to put you in a better position, and here's why. We're trying to provide you you know, the best proof that we can to show you, you know, where you're going to be. It's not always perfect. Um, but the bottom line is, is that this is behavioral finance is really sitting down and talking to someone and helping them out uh, mentally, emotionally with their money. Because where behavioral finance really comes from is how we actually grew up with money. What was our relationship with money? Um, were we controlled by money? Did we not have money? Um, my friend who grew up down at the end of the street actually got blocks of cheese from the government. And so I came home one day and I'm like, mom, you're not going to believe this. Like we can get these huge blocks of cheese, you know, but then she had to explain to me that, you know, um, uh, we weren't, we weren't able to get that because, you know, both my parents had, um, better paying jobs mm -hmm. and, and our income was a little higher. So, you know, that's when I started to understand, you know, the different um, income levels that people had. So the thing is, is that um, my friend who actually grew up like that, uh, he's, he's been one of my best friends for a long time. He is super successful now. But the interesting thing is, is that he disconnects his lifestyle to his family because they all grew up so poor. And so, you know, when he buys a new truck, he doesn't brag, he doesn't post it, he doesn't tell anyone because he actually feels kind of guilty about it. Um, and so the bottom line is, is that, you know, he still has behavior from when we grew up together um, and, and, you know, not having a lot of money. But, you know, the thing is, is that it didn't change him as a person. He knew that he had to get out of that lifestyle. He knew that he had to get out of, you know, that income level and he wanted to. Um, so he, he worked very hard through going to school and everything, Sure, but he still goes back to those days of when he was raised. Um, and, and I think that that's how, that's how a lot of people are. 
Um, so like I said, when we go through this, behavioral finance is really a pretty serious issue, and it does have a lot of effect on the financial plan. 800-779-1942 if you'd like to have that conversation with Eric and Joseph. And, you know, so basically you're kind of describing, you know, the biases that we have with money. And you talk about how, you know, as a young person, that's when that's when those money decisions are made. And that's what sticks with us going into adulthood, isn't it? Yeah, I remember when I was 16, I got a parking ticket. And, you know, the parking ticket was like $30 or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, $30? It was, we were in Boston. And I was like, $30? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I think I came to Boston that weekend with like $35, yeah. right? So I'm just like, gosh, you know, but the thing is, is that, you know, th that's just how you start to feel about money. You know, you start to realize, okay, things do cost money. And, and you, you know, when you start to get out there in the real world, but yeah, I mean, th that's just how it is. You know, I can think of many things that when we we're growing up, I think like we all can about how we had relationships with money. Um, I remember having an allowance, but then all of a sudden, you know, I got free money. It was like free money. But then all of a sudden, when I got to be like 11 years old, I'd start working for I'm like, what the hell? When I was 10 years old, I got it for free. Now I have to work, you know, and it was something so simple as, you know, feed the dog, you know, which I promised anyways, if we got the dog, oh, you know, I'll walk it, I'll feed it. I'll love it. Yeah. So, but, uh, you know, it's, you start to realize and, and, and we're all creating a relationship with money and we can all know when we were on tough times and good times and, and, and things like that. So, like I said, it, it's interesting how we do have a relationship with money whether we realize it or not. And there's a lot of people that realize, you know, I don't have a good relationship with money. Some people say, I like to spend money. I just don't have a good relationship with money, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that all comes down to lifestyle. So uh, again, going through all this, it really is interesting because like I said, you're kind of unlocking and looking at how people view their finances, which I think is always interesting. Sure. And I want to talk about social media and the influence that that has on us from a money standpoint. Are we influenced by social media? Has that changed our perception? 100%. I mean, media is so consumable now. It's like at our fingertips at any second. And you can find an article or a social media post that's going to agree with exactly what you're thinking. And then in two seconds, you can find the one that is the complete opposite of exactly. that. That's true. And right. I mean, it's just crazy how it drives our mind into overthinking and it makes you feel like you're in this chaotic state and you don't know what to do. And something with behavioral finance that I found funny, we saw a lot of it last year. And when people are deciding to whether buy into the market or sell into the market, last year we saw a lot of people when, and you can even like look at the charts when, when the market was at its, some of its lowest points, if they had cash on the sidelines, they're like, well, I don't want to put this in the market yet. I want to see some recovery happen in the market yeah. first, right? And then the other way around where, you know, when they're actually deciding to sell out of the market, it's normally when the market is at its lowest point, right? And they're waiting to get back in. But if you, if you handed somebody a chart of the market, right? Mm -hmm. And it's showing going up, going down, going up, going down. And you said, when would you like to buy? When would you like to sell? Right? Everybody in their rational mind would be like, well, I'm going to sell at all the bottoms or I'm going to buy at all the bottoms and sell at all the tops. Right. right? But the way that our brain works is we need to see, it's like, we need to see green in the market first and see that it's actually been growing before the person actually buys into it. And that's the behavioral emotion, emotional side of it, right? It's like the momentum. You want to be able to be buying it while it's going up. But in reality, you should be purchasing these things while they're low. But our mind doesn't allow us to kind of break out of that cage of saying, well, everything's horrible right now, so I can't make a move. And a lot of times it paralyzes us from making the correct financial decision. Sure. Well, I mean, I know that Donna's a, a behavioral finance advisor, and, and that really kind of sets you apart from most 
other, uh, you know, advisors out there. Yeah, not only that, when she pairs that with actually the building of the financial plan as well, yeah. when the market is going through a tizzy like it will, right? Mm -hmm. We went through one last year. This year started off pretty good, but guess what? We're going to have another one, right? It's, it's, it's bound to happen. But when you can pair the behavioral finance with the actual financial plan, when people come in and sit down with Donna and go over their financial plan, at the end of the meetings, they're always like, oh, I feel so much better. Thank you. Know, I just right. needed to have that talk. I needed to review my plan with you guys. And everything is in line for them. And you're really able to connect with their emotions when you can show them that everything is going to be okay. They're going to be able to afford their goals, their lifestyle expenses. And it's actually shown in a plan. It's not just an advisor saying, yeah, you guys are going to be okay. It's like, no, you're going to be okay, but here's exactly why. Well, again, folks, if that's something that that you're looking for or you'd like to have in your retirement plan, give Joseph and Eric a call right now. Whether you currently have an advisor or you never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000 will be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds fantastic, Joseph. The 10 callers right now will get the comprehensive financial review that he just described. You will then find that you have a roadmap that will help guide you, help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. When we come back, we'll highlight some ways retirees may end inadvertently waste their money. Stay tuned. Hey, welcome back. This is WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney, Joseph Lanza. Of course, I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall having a great conversation, as we usually do. Um, and uh, Eric, uh, you're, you and your team, you're staying busy, I know. And, and uh, I mean, it's, it's just to try to get to this show, it's, uh, you guys are so busy that uh, we're trying to work around your schedule. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's like, and I apologize for that too, Steve. I mean, you've been really gracious to work with us. It's just, you know, we, we think we're, you know, and Audit does a great job scheduling us and, you know, we, we, we know exactly where we're going to be, but it's just, you know, things do happen, especially with clients and so mm -hmm. forth. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's been busy, but like I said, it's, um, we're, we're, we're looking to add someone to the fold but you know it's really tough out there finding someone that's such a perfect fit to work with us well, right, because exactly. we really are you know good little family but um yeah it's uh it's it's been very busy there's no doubt about that well you were talking uh, in the introduction about um you know some ways that retirees in particular could be you know wasting money and it's not just you know doing stupid things but one of the things is overspending and and i have a tendency to think that that happens more at the beginning of retirement because it's like all right i just retired the coffers are full i yeah. am gonna rock and roll yeah and you know what i think we're prepared for that too you know we we do pay attention to you know especially something like as simple as international travel um because this is when people have more time they want to travel more more inter internationally and now you know that the COVID is all lifted up travel has actually gone through the roof. Um, we can see where, you know, bookings have been up through 
throughout the entire world. And so, I mean, that's really interesting to see. And I'm very happy for a lot of these countries, you know, that really do rely on tourism because, I mean, I think that, you know, for the last couple of years, they've really been hurting since COVID kicked in. So Mm -hmm. um, this is a a very good welcome for them because I think that this is probably going to be one of the busiest summers ever. Um, and, and, uh, that being said, we, we take a look at a retiree's spending and they're really going to travel, you know, internationally at first, and then they're going to go down to domestic travel as they get older. Um, just it's, it's much easier. It's a little bit less expensive. Um, and then a lot of times they go down to like weekend trips. So like like a Sunday drive. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's interesting to see, you know, you don't have that European travel um, that, that you have. And so I, I find that kind of interesting in the financial plan too. But yeah, there's a lot of times that, you know, that this is where we want to create a realistic lifestyle expense. What does your lifestyle look like and, and how do we do that? And how do we incorporate healthcare? And I, and I know that's not necessarily the most exciting thing to talk about, but it is one that needs to be dealt with. Yeah, a lot of people, when they think about their living expenses, especially while they're still working, they're not factoring in healthcare, right? Or Medicare is not free. And a lot of times, if people have ever had a financial plan that's actually built for them, it'll come in and we see that their their expenses are just straight lined, right? Where they're like, oh, I'm spending 85 grand every single year. And it's the same for all those years. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, in our plans, when we think about healthcare, we're increasing, we, we factor in how much Medicare is going to cost them, the premiums. We're able to figure that out with calculations. But on, the, on top of that, we're also factoring in a possible long-term care event that may come down the road for them because we find that a lot of people that can throw their whole financial plan into you know chaos as far as how much money really needs to come out of the portfolio or on top of how much income they're getting if one spouse needs long-term care whether that's home health care or somebody actually being brought to a facility because now that other spouse is still going to have expenses on top of the other spouse having long-term care and i mean right now I think the numbers were, you know, the best healthcare in Florida is upwards of nine grand a month now, which is ridiculous. And on top of that, you know, obviously all inflation has been, you know, north of 6% last year, but normally healthcare inflation, including long-term care tends to to range about five to 6% per year Mm -hmm. on average, you know, more of an average for that. So that is actually going to be inflated at a higher amount. So we're factoring this into the financial plan to show somebody, hey, look, we don't know if this is going to happen, but if it does, you know, you're covered for X amount of years. Your plan can actually, you know, you have enough assets in order to cover that expense. And on top of that, we found a lot of the clients that we work with and a more sophisticated or wealthier client is also going to want to have the option that they don't may not want to leave their home, right? Nobody really wants to put their spouse or even themselves leave their home, go to a facility and be taken care of. So we want to be able to show somebody that they can actually actually afford bringing in somebody and having that home health care done so they can stay in the comfort of their own home. Sure. And, and so a part of this as well, and I know that um, we've got to optimize our Social Security benefits. And I know that's a big part of, of a lot of people's so of their, their retirement plan. But at the same time, I know that that you guys really sort of work around that if you can. Yeah, and we're always factoring in the different ages and looking right. at the actual plan of when that when is best for them. And I'm actually working with a client right now where um, his spouse is is about 68 years old and, and, and she's still working and plans to for uh, the next couple of years. And um, he was saying how she's going to turn on Social Security this year because she's not going to get penalized anymore for, for working while she has it. But they're already bringing in more than enough income with her working to cover their expenses. So I simply just ran the difference of, well, because of that, 
then let's push that to 70 for her, get that extra 8% every single year. And that has a huge effect on the bottom line of the plan, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, sure. Two years of 8%, and then you have you know your annual increases to Social Security as well. So a lot of times it could be just a simple fix like that. You know, you don't need the income now, or let's see what it looks like. In some people's cases, it's better to take it early so they're not stressing out their portfolio as well. But everybody's situation is going to be a little bit different. You just want to make sure that you're actually seeing the numbers mapped out and explained to you in the proper way. 800-779-1942 is the number you can call, folks. And uh, so uh, there's a lot of scams going on right now, and I, they seem to be, I mean, there's always stuff going on, but particularly for seniors and, and those in retirement, they really get hit the hardest, don't they? Yeah, these are, are, there's some pretty disgusting ones out there right now. Yeah. You know, and it's funny, too, because my mom's going to be 87 this year. I keep saying, I kept thinking she was 87 going to be 86 and she's actually going to be 87 good god but you know and, and it's it's interesting because after the hurricane you know her whole community got hit pretty hard and mm-hmm. you know the guys that were coming in and out of there so real quickly she was getting prices on uh on uh some work to be done and um the whole one side of her house had to be get redone and uh so her lanai was ripped off and then her little um garage port was ripped off as well and so this guy comes over to give her a quote and, you know, he, he kept saying 50% down and she goes, yeah, but she goes, you didn't even um, put in the contract for the other side of the home that, you know, needs work. And he goes, ah, because you're so nice, we're going to do that for free. Just sign here. Uh-huh. And luckily my mom was like, you know, smart enough to realize, you know, I'm not that nice. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah. I'm really not that nice, you know. And so uh, I kind of laughed about that. But yeah, I mean, you know, so she didn't sign with them and and oddly enough, we never saw them in that whole entire community doing any work. Oh, wow. So, I mean, that that was a pretty big deal, but you know, you you really do have to be careful. And a lot of times our clients will call our office Hey, have you heard anything about this? And Autumn's actually pretty good at looking into it and and figuring out, you know, what's going on. And like I said, the only thing I can tell you is if something seems too good to be true, it usually is. That is the best saying that we can always say. Of course, of course. And uh, so I know we haven't really dug into taxes today, but that is another big part of what can sort of blindside us into retirement. We don't we don't anticipate the tax bill. Yeah, again, I mean, you know, like I said, I mean, the, the biggest thing right now that's going on is you see the debt ceiling. That's a huge issue right now. Um, and so remember, like, we are in debt. I mean, and, and so, like I said, the SECURE Act, the SECURE Act 2.0, these are why, this is why this is enacted, so that they can eventually take the biggest pile of money that's out there, which is IRA money for baby boomers, and eventually tax the hell out of it. So remember that they're looking out for their very best interest, not necessarily ours. And so you do have to realize that taxes one day are going to be a bigger issue. And there's a lot of people that are headed down that road. And it's kind of like um, it's kind of like our demise. We don't ever want to accept our demise. A lot of people don't want to accept that someday they're going to be in a bad tax situation, even though it's clear as day that we're showing them that. So a lot of times, you know, whether it's a Roth conversion or gifting money or doing whatever, um, you really have to be careful and and take a look at your tax situation because we see where a lot of retirees, their biggest issue in retirement is taxes. It's the most concerning for them. Right. And uh, again, that kind of goes into just as we get further into retirement, we have to take a look at at 
sort of our strategies. But, and fortunately, that's what you do. In other words, you anticipate that. You're very proactive when it comes to making changes that, that should be made based on what's going on. Well, and I think the biggest thing this year um, in regards to last year is a portfolio recovery strategy. Sure. How are you going to get out of the hole now? Because there's a lot of people that say, I'm not recovering fast enough or I don't feel like I'm recovering at all. And you have to remember whatever assets got you in the hole may not necessarily get you out of the hole. So this is where we came up with a, a portfolio recovery strategy. You can actually go to our website, ericcarneyadvisor.com, and you can actually download a free guide to a, our portfolio recovery strategy. It's been one of the biggest downloads over the past year ever. We have the retirement guide. Um, we have several things on there, but the portfolio recovery strategy is by far the biggest one that's downloaded. And that really explains, you know, some different strategies to get you back out of the hole. Right. And, and again, um, that means you can get that, you can make that happen with us or with Eric and the team at 800-779-1942. In fact, let's go ahead and invite folks to call right now. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000 will be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Fantastic, folks. Take advantage of what Joseph is talking about here to get that financial roadmap put together. Or maybe if you're already in retirement, it's time to have another set of eyes, take a look at your plan. Is it really where you need to be? It's a practical financial review, and it starts with a call, 800-779-1942. Joseph, you heard Joseph. Ten callers right now will get the comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, but more importantly, you're going to walk out with a roadmap that can help guide you, help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. That's 800-779-1942. Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, my favorite part, questions from you and answers from us. Stay tuned. Back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza, again, uh, independent fiduciary advisors uh, at Retirement Wealth, and uh, again, just part of the team here. And you guys have done a remarkable job at, I think, you know, I mean, I, I see a lot of different footage of, okay, here's Fort Myers, you know, so many months after. Here's, uh, for, you know, Fort Myers Beach. I mean, how how much influence has the has the hurricane had on you and, and your business? I think, I mean, on our business, it hasn't affected it at all. No kidding. Okay. Um, you know, but emotionally and, and, and mentally for a lot of our clients, um, you know, that that's been a different that's been a different take. I mean, there's um, many of our clients um, are still not living in their homes um, and some are still getting, you know, pretty much remodeled or, or waiting for a roof or something. Not, you know, and, and I would say that's maybe 
you know, 20, 20% of our clients. Okay. But, you know, but still it's just, you know, everybody seems to be waiting on something. Um, but you know, it's, it's, and then, but then there's a lot of people, you know, who feel very, very fortunate, you know, that the, that the hurricane hasn't affected them as bad, but this, this past hurricane was very bad. Um, there are some people that are moving out of the area. Um, they, they just say, you know, we, we can't take another one, but you know, the, the last year's was bad. I mean, that was probably one of the worst hurricanes in Florida of yeah, all time. Sure. Right. So, um, when you, if you, if you have the chance to drive down Fort Myers beach, you, you see the devastation and it's, it's, I mean, it's, I, I can't even explain it. You yeah. know, um, it's just, it's mind blowing. I mean, it looks like an absolute war zone. Uh, luckily many of the restaurants are opening back up. Um, and, and, and that's always kind of nice to see, but I, I will say this, you know, they've done a great job at restoring the beaches. Um, and I drove past there the other day and everybody was on the beach. And so everybody's back to going to the beach. And so I do think that, you know, things are getting much, much better, but, you know, like I said, hurricane season for us is right around the corner. And I think that is on the top of everyone's mind right now, to be honest with you. Sure. Well, well I, I, that makes sense. And uh, but again, having to deal with all of that, that's, uh, you know, I, I think you I think you got it right. It was a, a big emotional thing for a lot of folks. Yeah. And, and, you know, and that was for us in our area. Right. And yes. so then then you take a look at California or, you know, all these other places that have devastating incidents. I mean, it's just, you know, no matter where it happens, you feel for those people because they are going through something um you know i mean there, there's there's just always something that's going on that's weather related it mm -hmm. seems like it so seems like it yeah yeah all right well let's jump into some of these questions here guys uh Artie is up first he's in marco he's wondering do loan repayments count toward contribution amounts in 401k calculations quick answer no no <laughs> nope. all right just like that they do nope. not next question all right <laughs> but but again though that, I mean, that's not a that's a fair question, right? No, I mean, yeah, I, I'm I, just kidding. But yeah, it is a fair question. But no, those are just because it's repayment of the actual loan. So it's money that you pulled out. So you're just repaying that. It's not new money that's being contributed. All right. All right. I like it. Uh, all right. Let's go on. Gerald is in North Fort Myers. Uh, Gerald says, my wife's father passed and she was left quite a bit of stock. All of the stock is in a single company that is a standard bearer. Now, we don't need access to the funds and plan to leave the principal to grow. Is there a better way to grow the money right now as opposed to leaving it all in stock? I mean, if it's in one single company and the whole amount is in there, then definitely want to diversify that account and diversify across multiple companies. You're taking the risk of taking on just that one. But on top of that, too, the longer period of time that you plan to have something grow and you don't need income for and that you can actually plan for no liquidity on that, normally the longer that period is, the higher the guaranteed returns that you could get for something else. So I would say diversify that portfolio if it is in just one single stock or possibly look at um, something that would be offer you a guaranteed return you can lock in some of the high interest rates that we have right now actually all right the only thing i would add to that is that you know a lot of times when you inherit stock you have to remember that that's from a different generation and that company may not be as relevant as other companies are right now so uh, the one thing that I want to tell everyone is, is that when someone leaves you an inheritance or a gift, that is something that they're giving you to take responsibility of. It doesn't mean that they're giving you that and you're not allowed to do anything with it. And that's kind of what 
I've seen with a lot of people who are like, oh no, this is what they gave me. I can't do anything with it. Well, the thing is, is that I think that what, what they would want more for you is to be responsible for that. And quite frankly, you know, if you've inherited shares of AT&T and, you know, people get fooled by that dividend, but it's a lousy performing stock, you know, sell it, buy something else that's going to better benefit you in the long run. And that, that's what we really have to consider as well. All right, Gerald, give us a call. 800-779-1942. On we go uh, to Naples, where Lacey is. Uh, she says, retiring in about a month at age of 62, I have a small pension. After 22 years of employment, they moved us all into a portable pension. Now, I was grandfathered into the original plan, so in addition to that pension, I was offered a lump sum, which I would then roll into an IRA, or I could get monthly installments for life. What's my play here? Uh, yeah. Lump sum or monthly installments? Yeah, so I'm going to let Joseph take the lead on this one because he's actually working with a client right now on this one. Oh, wow. It's And you actually have options, but what we have to do is, and I don't want to steal his thunder, but you really have oh, to run are. all the numbers. <laughs> but I am. Yeah, <laughs> okay. go ahead, Justin. <clears throat> but, I mean, really, it's just calculating the payout ratios for what that is. A lot of times, pensions are going to have higher payout ratios. You know, sometimes the, uh, the payout per year could be like 8% or 9% of what that lump sum is. But there's one thing that you need to keep in mind here, and that's actually once that, let's say it's there's no survivorship on that pension. So once you pass away, that's done with. Well, now you run the risk of if you pass away, then there's no death benefit that's getting given to your family or your other spouse if you don't have survivorship. Whereas if that lump sum is coming out, if the numbers align, then you can actually have that investment grow or pull a certain payout of that. Plus, you still have that death benefit on the other end, where if something happens to you even early on, your family is going to still get, you know, maybe not the full rest of your pension, but something to show for it. Right. right? Okay. All right. That makes sense. Uh, well, I mean, again, that whole pension thing and the payout. And, and so I was curious, he said that, uh, or she said that she started, you know, with a regular pension, they, they transferred it or they, they migrated it to something else. Does that happen a lot? And, and do you deal with that? And is that a unique problem? Well, what's happening is that the company, the original company may have gotten bought out. Okay. Um, and so they switched companies or something like that. The one thing that I will say about this is that, you know, there was a small steel mill or, um, it wasn't a steel mill. It was, uh, I can't remember what it was. It was something steel related up in upstate New York. Anyways, um, I had a client there that had a pension from there and he said, should I move this out of here? And I said, yeah, absolutely. Well, what ended up happening was, um, I tell this story a lot, but, uh, basically we ended up moving it out of there and the, and the company filed for bankruptcy. So, Anybody that was trying to collect on that pension, the, the money was pretty much gone. So anytime that you can move comp money away from a company, you're better off because now you have control over it. And it's not something that they can ever take back. Of course. All right. Well, you. that makes sense. 800-779-1942. Uh, Lacey, give us a call. Uh, we got time for one more here. Let's go to Neil. He's in Englewood wondering, uh, my question is this. When I start withdrawing from this account and only withdraw the long-term held funds, will I only be taxed with the capital gains rate? If the withdrawals are my only source of income, then does that mean my only taxes will be whatever the long-term capital gains tax rates are? Whew, a lot going on there. 
So if it's non-qualified or a non-retirement account, then yes, they're actually going to be for those long-term capital gains rates. However, keep in mind the capital gains rates are actually marginal. So they start at 0% and then they go to a certain uh, bracket. I think it's right under 50,000. And then any amount over that is actually at 15%. And then any amount over, I think, believe they just raise it to $89,000 above that is at that 20%. So if you don't have any income sources, and this is the only one, then those capital gains that you're getting could definitely be only have to be taxed at the 0%. So you could actually make out pretty nicely. Oh, all right. Well, so again, good question, and, and uh, glad you're asking. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you, Neil, 800-779-1942. And on that note, let's uh, let's wrap it up. Hey, everybody out there. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate all the positive feedback that we get out there. If you're looking for a second opinion or you feel like you're out there in a financial no-man's land, let's take the next five callers who are in need of that financial plan that is missing. If you're serious about your finances, this is a great opportunity for you. We'll create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. We're going to map it out. We're going to run all the reports for you, the fee report, the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, maybe a volatility analysis. Let's see where it takes you. Let's see where that plan leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio. And again, without any obligation. If you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review, it's over $1,000 value. We'll be giving it away, complimentary, no obligation, call us today. Absolutely. Make that phone call while you're thinking of it today, folks. 800-779-1942. Great opportunity for you to come on in, sit down, and get a financial roadmap put together. That financial review, there's no cost, there's no obligation, and you'll find that you now have a roadmap that'll help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. And again, Eric Joseph, as always, a pleasure, gentlemen. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Everybody out there, thanks so much for listening. Remember, you only retire once. Let's get it right the first time. Have a great week and an even better retirement. Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by RWA. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida, insurance license number P138852. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest, if any exists. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. 
Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions.